This week on the show are pop culture references. We talk about the game Azul and fortune cookies. It's December 2021 and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Linnea, and I'm joined by my co-host, Brian. Hello. And Evan. Hello there, everyone. I love all your hand gestures, Linnea. (laughs) You cannot see it, but she is making a lot of hand gestures. So let's start off with our pop culture references. Who wants to go first? My pop culture reference is that this week, Fortnite has had a major update. If you don't remember Fortnite, it's that one really popular game that everyone was playing back in 2018 or so. And there is a new chapter, which is something where they just change the entire map and add a bunch of new features added to it. So that's pretty exciting. And they had a big release video just last night, right? There was a big event inside the game that you could play. That had an animated scene. You got to run around in a cool designed area. It was pretty fun. And there were some amazing graphics at the end. If you haven't seen it, I would suggest watching it on YouTube, even if you don't understand anything that's happening. It's very beautiful. All right, I'll go next. My news is that season two of Only Murders in the Building has started filming. (gasps) Yeah, it's a show that we all watch. We haven't talked about it on the show yet. I think I wanted to talk about it, but Evan wasn't. It's not a kids show. Not a kids no. show, so we weren't sure if we should talk about it. But anyway, we all watched it and enjoyed it. But yeah, season two has started filming, and uh, I'm pretty excited to watch it when it comes out eventually. Yeah, me too. Okay, my pop culture thing is that, um, so I started watching a show on Netflix a few days ago called Arcade League. Or what is it called? Arcane League of Legends. And, like, because apparently season two is coming out. It was confirmed. And then act three of the show released last week. So it's been getting super popular. Isn't that, like, about the video game League of Legends or something? Yeah. I didn't watch it for a long time because I thought it was just about, like, a video game. But it was actually pretty good. I haven't finished it yet, though. So are you going to play the game now to try and understand it? No. I can understand it pretty well without the game. Now on to our main topic. Today's topic is a game called Azul. Azul invites you, a tile-laying artist, to embellish the walls of a royal palace of Evora. Introduced by the Moors, Azulejos were fully embraced by the Portuguese when their king, Manuel I, on a visit to the Alhambra Palace in southern Spain, was mesmerized by the stunning beauty of the Moorish decorative tiles. The king, awestruck by the interior beauty of the Alhambra, immediately ordered that his own palace in Portugal be decorated with similar wall tiles. So that description is kind of where the game designer came up with this idea. So the game Azul, players take turns drafting colored tiles from suppliers to their player board. Later in the round, players score points based on how they've placed their tiles to decorate the palace. Extra points are scored for specific patterns and completing sets. Wasted supplies harm the player's score. The player with the most points at the end of the game wins. So that was a description that I found for the game. It, it, it's hard to describe this game. I mean, that, does that description kind of sound like the game? I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, right? Kind of. 
I would describe it as a strategy game of picking up tiles, placing them on a board, but you have to do it in specific order. And you're watching your, your own tiles, you're watching your opponents. There's a bit of strategy in it because you want to do what's best for you, but in a way you could almost block someone else. Like Linnea did for me the last time we played it like 90 times. It's a fun family game. You can have what, two to four players. And there's lots of pieces. If you like a tactile game, this game has, what, 100 tiles in it, and they're all different colors. Lots of tiles. Lots of little tiles. And you put them on a board, and you get to move pieces around it. So, it, yeah, it's a fun game. We are going to play a, a sample round, right, so you guys can kind of hear what it sounds like. If it's confusing, you're not going to be the only one who's confused by it. <laughs> yeah, the rules seem really complex, and it takes you a few times reading them to understand it but then once once you actually play it it it's super easy to pick up so so yeah we'll do a quick uh, sample round here and you can hear us playing all right so uh i'm just gonna randomly say lenny i want you to go first sure i'll take two blues okay you take two blues and then the pieces that you don't take get put in the middle evan goes next since we go clockwise i'm going to take two yellows from one of the big circle things and put them in the middle. The reason that you only take one of the colors is because that's how the rules work. Basically, you take one of the colors off one of the circle things, as you can see in the photo, and then you take, like for example, there could be two yellows, so you take both of the yellows, and then you just put everything else in the circle back in the middle. I'm gonna grab two black tiles off of this palette and put them on my two spot. And the ones I don't take go in the middle. All right, Linnea. I'm going to take four reds from the middle. Ooh, nice. And I'm also going to take the negative one point. Yeah, if you also are looking at the photo, you see a negative one point in the middle. You Once the first person to take that from the middle puts that in their negative one spot at the bottom of the paper or the sheet. Okay, I'm going to take the two crystal-like things and I'll put them... Put them on your three spot? Yep. And then the other two go in the center. So now I have... What do I have to choose from here? I have... I am going to choose... What do I choose? What do I choose? Uh, I'm going to take these two yellow ones, put them on my three spot, and put those in the center. I'm going to take one black one and put it in my first slot. And there goes Lene ruining my plans again. That's part of the game. I'm going to take one blue and I'm going to put it on my one spot. Okay. And move everything else. No, everything else is in the middle. Alright, I'm going to grab the one yellow out of the middle, put it on, finish up my three spot there. Alright, Lene's turn. I'm going to take the five blues in the middle Whoa. and put them on my fifth slot. Or the five ices. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. The snowflakes, ice. They look like the frozen symbol. They do, yeah. They do. Right, Evan? I'm going to take the four reds and oh. put them in my four spot. Nice. And so I'm left with two blues. I guess I'll take one of them. I'll put one in my one spot and one in my minus one spot. So they just basically cancel each other out. All right, so now all the pieces are used up and now we count our scores. Just to be clear, 
earlier when dad put one of the blues in his one spot and the other one in the minus one spot, it's because you can't add another blue to a section if it's already like filled up. He added it, he added one to the one spot so he could get the point and then he put the other one in the minus one spot because there was no other room in the one place. And you can't put uh, the same color anywhere else in one round, so yeah, that's just it. I don't know if you explaining the rules over the microphone is going to help all that much because <laughs> this game is really visual, so... I it is very know, visual. I don't know if you're helping that much, Evan. <laughs> that's okay. You're trying. That's good. Alright, so, now, any completed row, you get to move one of your pieces over to the main colorful tile area, and then you get to count up points. Uh, each tile counts kind of as one point. If the tile happens to be touching other tiles, then other rules come into play where you get to count multiple points. So for example, I move three tiles over, I get three points, but I have that one that I subtracted, so I only actually get two points for that round. How about Linnea? Mm -hmm. I moved four over because I had four completed rows. Nice. But none of them are connected, so I just get four points. And you have but to you have subtract to... one. Oh, and I yes. also subtract one. Yeah. So Linnea was the first person to grab the pieces out of the center, the first person that does that gets an automatic minus one, but they get the first move in the next turn. Right? You mean and the Evan, next round? The next round, yeah. yeah. And Evan, how about you? I got three points because I moved three different ones. Three over, yep. So you get three <laughs> and points. none of them crossed with each other. So at the end of one round, Evan and Linnea are tied with three, and I have two. So subsequent rounds, you would do the same thing we just did. You, you restock the tile pallets. Uh, Linnea would start first next time. We go around, we keep filling up our tile pallets. As the game goes on and you get more of your colored tile area filled, the, the points that you score each round goes up because when they're touching or adjacent, you get extra points. And then the game ends when one person gets a row of five tiles complete and then everyone gets to count up uh, an extra round of points and you see who the winner is. Alright, so that was a quick round of Azul. Hopefully you kind of got a little out of what we were doing and how it plays. Like I mentioned before, the, the rules seem really complex when you first read it, but once you get the hang of it, it, the game goes pretty quick. So, what do you two think about this game? Do you like it? Is it fun? It's pretty fun. Mm -hmm. It's very complicated to learn. There are other games that I like better than it, but it's still fun playing a bit. Yeah, that's good. I I seem to remember when we first got this game that you didn't like it much, Evan. But I'm glad yeah, that you like it now. I I still don't like it that much. But okay. I I play it. It's pretty. It is very pretty. Yeah, it's it's fun to look at all the tiles. And I like a game, a nice game where you get in like again where it's tactile, where you can touch it and have pieces that you can move around. And it's very satisfying to pick up tiles and place them on a board. At least I think so. Good Christmas game. What do you think? Like a sure. Holiday gift, if people are looking for a good game. What do you think about age range for this? Um. So the box says 8 plus. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe 7 plus. 7 plus. It should be for... Or maybe more 10 plus, because... <laughs> it should be for older kids, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, around that age. What are your thoughts, Linnea? What do you think? Have, now, have you played this with some of your friends? Yeah. And do they like it? Mm-hmm. And you said some of your friends picked it up really quick, right? Yeah. 
would this be a good party game or is this more of just a sit down and kind of relax, chill out game? How would you describe it? Um, Probably more of a relax and chill out game. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. There's only a four player option. Yeah. It'd be hard at to play most. at a party. Yeah, I would think all the little pieces would get lost pretty easy yeah. if, if it was kind of wild. So yeah, I think if you're just sitting down for a fun family night, you got some time, you don't have to worry about things getting lost. <laughs> Try out Azul. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate it? 6.5. Linnea? I'd give it an 8. I think I'm going to give it an 8.5. I like the game. It's fun. There's a lot of strategy to it. So, yeah, I think it's a fun game. I think we should play it more. We haven't played it much in a long time. Mm-hmm. I think I was kind of leery of it because I I remember it being really complicated, but now after playing it a few times, it's like, no, it's it's not really that complicated. It's, it's a fun <laughs> it's strategy game. It's hard to learn. yeah. Yeah, it, the rules, as I keep saying, the rules seem really complex, but once you play it a few times and it kind of sinks in, it, it's really pretty easy. So it's just a matter and of... And really pretty, too. And really pretty. It's pretty easy and easy pretty. <laughs> it's pretty easy and easily pretty. Easily pretty. There we go. That's how we'll describe it. All right, so there we go. Azul, check it out. Find it at your store. Uh, maybe give it to someone for Christmas, and you can play it, too. Now it's time for... Fortune cookies. All right, my fortune this week is happiness is not the absence of conflict, but the ability to cope with it. That's deep. It's confusing, (laughs) but also deep, yeah. Mine is be yourself and you will always be in fashion. Mine is serious trouble will bypass you. We've had that one before, haven't we? I feel like Probably. that. Probably. Serious trouble will bypass. It's interesting use of words. All right. Well, there we go. That was this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. Thank you to my host, Seven. That's me. And Linnea. That's me. And I am Brian. We hope you're all having a wonderful December so far. And we'll see you all next week on the show. Bye. Goodbye.